0: Welcome to Design You with Dr. Garrison Lakeham. My guest today is a management consultant and expert in alternative dispute resolution and leadership. She's highly regarded as an author, speaker, trainer, and mediator with an expertise in providing an amicable environment where difficult issues can be successfully addressed and resolved. My guest holds an MBA from the Wharton School of Business, the University of Pennsylvania, and Bachelor's of Science in Chemical Engineering from Cornell University. She completed the executive management program at the John F. Kennedy School of Government at Harvard University and is a graduate of the prestigious National Hispana Leadership Institute Program, as well as the Center for Creative Leadership and Leadership Denver. She has a new book out called The Art of Getting everything. How to negotiate for what you want. I'd like to welcome to Design You with Dr. Garrison Lakeham. Elizabeth Suarez. Welcome, Elizabeth.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the time and the interest.
0: The title of your new book is The Art of Getting Everything. to negotiate for what you want but actually it's much more than just a book on negotiation isn't it
1: it is it's not the typical book about negotiation basically i developed a guide for professionals that can use as a way to figure out what is the next 18 months could work for them the next 36 months five years etc it's a guide on how to make sure that not only are you considering your career side of your net worth, how I call it in the book. I always say everybody has a net worth, and it's not a financial aspect. Uh, So not only from your career side, but also from your family and yourself, your self-interest side.
0: Now, what inspired you to write the book, Elizabeth? You know, what
1: really inspired me is since I became an engineer, uh, one of the things that I always ask people that mentored me through the way, how can I pay them back? And they always say, pay it forward, mentor other people, mentor other people behind you, everything. And I did that. So when I started mentoring after my um, B.S. in chemical engineering, also my MBA, and I was going up the ladder in corporate America and I I kept on mentoring – I started realizing that it was the same questions were asked to me over and over again. And the last time I mentored somebody very formally, and that's the person that actually the book is dedicated to, her name is Alexandra, Um, I was mentoring her in 2016, and we were in a very intense discussion. And at the end, I looked at her and I said, you know, this is sort of like um, sad for me because the same questions you've asked me, these questions have been asked, uh, you know, to me, like back in the 90s by other young professionals like yourself. Like, it seems this is not getting out there. Like, like I'm feeling that I'm, I'm saying, you know, I'm like I'm a broken record saying the same thing over and over <laughs> again. And it was her who, she, she looked at me straight in my eyes and she says, well, you know what, write a book. And then that way we don't have to ask you and bother you. So I started laughing when she said that, and she, and she basically said, this is not a laughing matter. I'm just telling you, you should write a book, and I did, and that's where it started. The book started with her, uh, based on her experience, and then it formally came out this year on January 18th, and it had a soft launch last fall in 2017, so that's the reason why I, I wrote this book, because of a dare. How do you like that?
0: (laughs) In the art of getting everything, you actually and literally invite the reader to open the pages of their whole lives, often ignored when we just focus on work and career. How does the Mm -hmm. ability to negotiate go beyond money to improve all the other areas of our lives?
1: I use this correlation from when we're traveling. When you get on a plane, the first thing, one of the first things they tell you is, if we lose cabin p- pressure, um, you know, masks are going to come on, come off from the ceiling. Make sure that you put your mask on first before you help your child or anybody next to you. So the reason why I am looking at negotiating beyond just your salary and your career is because I feel that if you don't take care of your self-interest as you as an individual, you are not going to be in the best position to negotiate your career and your future. So when people start working with me, and um, I have several clients as, uh, that I coach at this point, the first question I ask any client, um, and normally they come to me like, I want to become vice president of this large corporation in business development, or I want to become the dean of this the largest college in my university. I mean, those are the reasons people come and uh, ask me to be their coach. And uh, basically, my first question to them is, describe to me, who are you? And you know what's interesting? You know what the answer is? They always come to the answer that they are somebody's spouse, somebody's parent. Uh, they work at some corporation or at some university. And I always stop them and I say, no, that's not who you are. Who are you as an individual? Without the career, without the family, who are you? Very Easy question, but very difficult to answer. When I asked that question for myself several years ago, I couldn't answer it without saying, you know, all the labels that I have as a mother, as a spouse, as, you know I mean, or as a daughter or as a sister. I, I really was like, who am I as an individual? And, you know, and I go through that exercise with them saying, assuming you're on an island, uh, you were just dropped on an island and nobody knows you and you don't have a phone and you can't go back to where you came from. Who are you? And the reason why I say that is because I want to make sure that you, as the individual, that you really know who you are. And once you know who you are, it's going to be easier to make the decisions as you go along while you're negotiating. Because what I've noticed many times with negotiations is that people just tell me, just give me the script. Just give me the formula. There's no script. There's no formula. There are tools on how you can manage emotions and how you can actually ask for more money. I mean, there are tools like that. But in reality, what you're going to negotiate for needs to be for yourself and what you can live with as you, the individual. That doesn't mean that the other person, your colleague next to you or the office next to you, needs to negotiate exactly the same. So that's where my negotiation approach is uh, quite different from other negotiation coaches out there.
0: If we can't answer the question of who am I, how Mm -hmm. the heck are we going to negotiate for what is going to do us good?
1: Exactly, exactly. Because at the end of the day... While you're going through a negotiation, and this is what I want your audience to understand, is that a negotiation is not really black and white. Yes, no, that's it, it's over. That's what people see in uh, in TV shows, and that's what people assume. I always tell people negotiation is a process in which you have to look at outcomes and you have to look at relationship. So when you are at work, you have a relationship, so different relationships you have to maintain and you have to grow. At the same time, you have an outcome that you need. One of your outcomes may be, I need more money for myself, take, a, you know, take home money, or I need uh, more employees in order to get the job done more effectively. I mean, you have stuff that you need. And many times just uh, another big thing that people do is that they go and ask for it without any preview, without any prep work, without really understanding where is this question going to go, And the upper management says no. And then they're like, okay, forget it. I I don't get anything I want. And when I coach my clients, I always look at them and I said, you want an answer of no. And they always like stare at me like, are you kidding me? I hate the no answer. And I said, actually, the answer of no is when you know that you have reached the limit with the other party. So you know the party cannot offer you anything else. So now you have to go a little bit back and determine what else can the party offer me. So now we have to go, instead of going forward, now we have to go sideways. So all of a sudden, your sandbox becomes a different shape. And that's where I tell people, you do not leave money in the table. Many people have shared with me how they offered them a job and they just took the job. And I said, you didn't ask for more money? They said, well, they said that they did not have any other money. I said, did you ask them? And they said, no. I said, they just marketed you and played you like that you want more money and why you want more money. And if they say no more from no more money, then go for other stuff. Go for professional development. Go for more vacation time. Go for opportunities to work from home once or twice a week. There's stuff that you can actually go for. When you're negotiating for salary, the, it's the only time you have power. After that, you don't have that much power. The power goes back to your employer.
0: Most of us have been in a situation at one time or another where we end up sacrificing family and personal relations for professional goals. But your message in the book is that we can have it all. To do this, you also list three ingredients to consider and balance in order to get everything you want. Please share those with listeners.
1: What I tell the individual is that you need to have your career. Your career has to be solid. And then at the same time, your family has to understand the career that you have And you, at the same time, need to understand what are your responsibilities for your family, because we all have responsibilities depending on our roles. So those are number one and number two in terms of ingredients. And then the third one is when you're talking about that interest of self. Of self. So you have taken care of your career, you have taken care of your family. Now, what do you need to take care of yourself? I always tell people we cannot continue and not need to recharge. We always need to recharge and that is the taking care of self, the self interest. So what is it that you do in order to recharge so you can be very powerful and very gone with your career as well as your family. And when I say you can have it all, that means you can have it all, but it doesn't mean that all the time you can have it all. There are gonna be some occasions when you can when you have to focus solely on career, like mainly on career, and your family is fully aware of that, and they're okay with that, but then you're going to have an opportunity that you can go ahead and rekindle with your family, and also an opportunity for you to recharge yourself, so that is where I say you can have it all, but it doesn't mean that you can have it all every day for 24 hours it's a balancing act it's the three ingredients that i just mentioned career family and interest and it's balancing those three ingredients that on some occasions one ingredient may be more you may have to focus more on one ingredient versus the other two But then you have to balance it back up. Look at it like a juggler. Those three balls are always in the air.
0: We set really high goals, but there's almost a grand canyon between the goals we set and what we actually achieve. How can we shorten that distance and transform more of our goals into reality? You know, that's
1: an excellent question, and what I normally recommend is that You look at your needs and what you want to accomplish in two timeframes. The first time frame is the time frame of now. And now for me means present to like maybe six to 18 months. That's now. I mean, what you're doing right now, December will come around the corner and it's still now. And then the second time frame is that you're looking to 24 months. And then the reason why I say these shorter time frames is because if you have the five-year goal of becoming vice president of a large Fortune 100 company, don't just focus on that goal five years, seven years down the road. Now you need to focus on what do I have to do now for the next six to 18 months. Versus what do I have to do after 18 months, like up to 24 months? And then what are the different steps you're going to take to reach those? So when you are at 24 months and working into now the next 12 months that will be 36 months, now you're getting closer to that five-year goal of becoming vice president of a Fortune 100 company. Many times when we've set our goals, we just set them so high, we don't set shorter goals in between. So I will encourage everybody that's listening, uh, you actually can go to my website. It's called negotiationunleashed.com. And I, I do have another website, the elizabethsuarez.com, but the negotiationunleashed.com is a website that is all about negotiation. And in there, I offer a free workbook that helps you figure out that now versus 24 months. It helps you figure out what is your net worth in terms of career, family, and interest, the three ingredients that we've talked about currently and in the future, and then from there, it will help you determine how to get to that large goal you have a five years, seven years, or 10 years
0: down the road. As a career coach myself, many of the women I've worked with are simply afraid to ask, especially in the corporate world. The art of getting everything provides readers with a good insight on how to start a professional career without the fear of asking so they can design and follow their own path? How do they do that?
1: You know, that's also an excellent question. And what it is, is once again, figuring out your net worth of career, family, and interest. So you really need to be solid in who you are and what you want. Uh, when I coach my clients, male or female, I always tell them this. You need to focus on what you can control. And what you can control is your net worth. You cannot control your employer. I mean, you can work very hard, but that doesn't mean the employer is going to give you exactly what you want. So you need to control your net worth, figure out where do you want to go from there, and key to this is that you actually need to prepare, understand what you want, you need to practice, And actually practice saying the words, practice asking for what you want, practice receiving a no for an answer and how you're going to respond to the no for an answer. Because once you're able to do that and then you go real life and ask for it and a no comes, you will come across, first of all, more secure, second of all, um, willing to negotiate. And third of all, most of the time, the employer changes how they view you and all of a sudden say, you know, right now we can't help you, but maybe if we work on this, well, we develop something 18 months from now or 12 months from now. So I always guide everybody to control what you can control, and that's yourself. Don't try to change the employer. If you're in the process that you feel that you you need to change your employer because you don't like how they do business, that is a big clue for you to realize that it's time for you to look for another job because you can't control the employer. The only individual you have control of yourself.
0: You devote a good portion of your book to very specific issues common to professional millennials. Can you yes. give us an idea of what some of those issues are? And is the art of getting everything limited to millennials only? Actually,
1: when I wrote the book at the beginning, it was looked upon that it was only going to be for millennials. And that was my intent, because I viewed it as a guide if somebody could give a millennial and say, read this, because I won't lie to you, I wish somebody would have given me this guide when I was in my 20s and 30s. I learned this the hard way by living it. So I wrote it as a way of, you know, fast track yourself, don't worry about it, and you can learn this. I mean, you can do it and you don't have to experience the, the negative outcome. However, Since I've launched the book and published the book and everything, and I have had several readers that are non-millennials, that are more Generation X, they say that it's a guide for no matter what age you are, because it's something you can use for everything. So the reason I wrote the book, it's a way for people that don't know me and don't have access to me to actually have a go-to place that they can say, what is it? What would Elizabeth advise? And basically, read it quickly and say, "Let me go ahead and implement and see if it works." That's why I wrote the guide. Uh, a lot of it has been said that it's for millennials. There are several examples in there for millennials, but I can tell you there's several examples in there. There are a couple of them that are baby boomers and Generation X.
0: What is your own definition of success?
1: It's very simple. Am I happy? Am I content and fulfilled with what I have done to date? And if the answer is yes, then I'm successful. For me, success is not having the biggest car or the biggest house or, you know, having my own jet and my own pilot. That is not success. For me, success is that I am fulfilled and I'm happy in all three ingredients. Once again, career, family, and interest. And I am proud to say that I am. It took a long time for me to get here. (laughs) I I, wish—I mean, I won't lie to you. I wish I think I would have fast tracked this much easier if somebody (laughs) would have given me this book at age 26. If at age 26 somebody would have given me this book, I would have reached where I am right now, feeling successful, much earlier. than than what I reached today.
0: Elizabeth, please share with listeners where they can follow you online, engage your services, and get their own copy of The Art of Getting Everything.
1: The Art of Getting Everything, they can get it off of Amazon.com or they can go to my general website, which is my name, ElizabethSuarez.com, and go to the tab that says book. And right there it also gives you um, how to purchase a book, where to purchase it, etc. Uh, they can also follow me. I'm very uh, active on LinkedIn as Elizabeth Suarez. And I'm also very active on Twitter also as um, Elizabeth Suarez. And uh, basically connect with me there. Follow me. And then the last thing I will encourage people is go to Negotiation Unleashed dot com and download the free workbook that I have there for you in order to help them go through the process that I outline in the book, The Art of Getting Everything.
0: Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for being such a very special guest on Design You with Dr. Garrison Lakeham.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. I truly enjoyed uh, this time that I had with you and your audience.